and welcome to the Patterson Perspective Podcast. I'm Noah. And I'm Levi. Today, we are going to talk about Christ-centeredness. Yeah, there are... But first, I want to point out, I said Patterson Perspective Podcast. Let's go! You're following the I suit. think we finally have to decide that it's podcast. I was someone... I've been the one saying that all this time. You were like, Patterson okay, Perspective, fine. Patterson Perspective. I'm getting on the Patterson Perspective Podcast. You gotta go with PPP. Because if it's just PP, it sounds weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's true. But so, and apparently, there is a Patterson perspective out there, another like Patterson perspective, but they're not a podcast. It's a uh, Daniel Patterson. What? Who um, tell him to get off that name, bruh. No, he's had it for a long time. So yeah, but, what, but we're the brothers. <laughs> and he's an actual business. <laughs> so I think he kind of deserves it. Yeah. Anyways, um, so we're the Patterson Perspective podcast. Podcast podcast yes um Bro, yeah we have a lot of plants in our room yeah i got some more at ikea the other day dang it's okay. nice right yeah. no? i like i like it <laughs> 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 all right levi tell us what do you like i love me the book of romans my guy Romans is pretty good. I'm reading this uh, exposition on the Book of Romans by Dr. R.C. Sproul. Dr. R.C. Sproul. Now we're we're calling him doctor. Yeah, you gotta give the man some respect. I think we talked about it last week and we just said R.C. Sproul. Yeah, well, I'm going with Dr. R.C. Sproul. Now now he's doctor. Put some respect on that man's name. All right. (laughs) Okay. No, so Dr. R.C. Sproul. Um... Yeah, so it's a really good book. I'm, like, 50 pages in. It's, like, 450 pages. I'm reading, like, two huge books by him right now. Are you still reading Truths We Confess? Yeah, I'm reading, like, a 700-page book by him and, like, a 450-page book by him at the same time. Okay. Um, Interesting. But anyways. How's that going for you? It's going pretty good. Cause I'm a part, and apart from that, I'm reading You've been up. in Truths We Confess for a year now. It's a long, it's a long, it's 700 pages. I only read like a page at, at, at a day, so at, like gonna, a day. So it's going to take two years. No, I think during it? summer I'm committed to like, I'm going to start reading like 10 pages a day it? and try it's upstairs. No. During the summer I'm going to try to finish it. What page are you on? Like 360, 70, something like Ooh, Okay, we'll see how that goes. I said I was going to read a lot of and I haven't read anything to yet. To be fair, it's not actually 700 pages, it's 630. So I'm over halfway, or okay. 660, sorry. Okay. I'm over halfway. Good for you. Good job, dude. Thanks, dude. Good job. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I like that book. It's really good, really solid. Um, R.C. Sproul's insights are just incredible. Um, and like, I'm like six chapters in, and like the first six chapters, I've only gotten like halfway through, uh, Rom- <laughs> Romans two, because mm. like wow. each chapter only deals with a few verses, and so like I've been reading like a section at a time, so I'm reading like. A, this whole section on like one verse at Wait, a time. Wait, so is this that, that that commentary thing that you were telling? What is it? Yeah, it's, it's a not there. expositional commentary. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We talked about these last week. They are amazing, guys. If you need to study some, does he have one for every book? No, he only has Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Which oh, the only one I don't have is Luke. That's the only one. If you guys want to give me something, not have Luke. I don't know when they. You would think that that would come yeah, with a set. Yeah. So they gave me a give. They I want a giveaway, and they gave me a set of like all of his. Expositional commentaries, which is like six, but they didn't give me the one on Luke, which is so weird. Why didn't you comment? Or, uh, I didn't realize them. it till like a, like a month or two ago, because I didn't know he had one on Luke. 
So I looked. So he has one of Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, and then First and Second Peter. Dude, you gotta contact them. I know it's it's stupid, but it's whatever. Con- contact uh, Nicholas. Be like, hey, Nicholas. Buddy. It's Nichols. Stephen Nichols. Oh, Nichols. Doctor Stephen Nichols to I'm you, sorry. buddy. <laughs> Put some respect on that man's name. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Stephen Nichols. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, they're really good. I definitely recommend them. I haven't, like, read through the other ones, but I've read, like, sections of the other ones, and they've all been really helpful. Um, but yeah, let's get into the actual pod. The pod. The pod. The pod. The episode. Let's get into the content. We're, like, five minutes in, and we haven't even started talking about what That's we're right. Talking. We're talking about Christ-centeredness, so Which, let's get on this. To be honest, we don't have, like, a whole huge plan. We have nothing written for this. We're just gonna wing it. We're just gonna talk about Christ. That's right. Amen. Amen, brother. Let's go. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, um... I'll just say, I had the idea for this episode. Levi, Levi is much holier than no, me. No, definitely so not. He was the one who came up with this episode. Definitely not. Most of the <laughs> most of the man I am today is because of the man that Noah is. So. That's not true, but thank that, you. That definitely is true. Anyways, um, so, yeah, just, <clears throat> I've, like, noticed over the past two-ish weeks or something, just, like, how like easy it is um to like slip away from being christ-centered mm-hmm. um there's a passage in i think it's romans i don't remember i think it's romans where it says uh, whether you eat or drink do everything to the glory of christ i think it's first corinthians oh, okay first corinthians um wherever it is paul says it somewhere um and just like I was thinking about that passage yesterday um in the last few days i've just been like thinking about that more and more just thinking like Dane, like, how often do I actually do those things to the glory of right. God? Um, and over the past two weeks, like, I've just, like, really, like, gradually, not even, like, it wasn't, like, sudden. It was just, like, gradually, without even realizing it, just, like, s- like slowly but surely, like, doing less and less of, like, the consistent things that I do in life, like, mm-hmm. that bring me to Christ every day, just, like, getting up early and doing my daily devotions, or, mm-hmm. um, communi- uh, like, having communion with the rest of believers, um, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, like, I was really convicted of it, like, the last few days, and, um, and it's just, like, I, I've just noticed, it was like a wake-up call because I realized just right. like how easy it is to go through life just like passively and not even realize that you have lost sight of like, um, yeah, of like putting God at the center of everything. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I've noticed like how much of a difference that makes because of just yeah. like how, like how much it imp- impacted so many different areas of my life over the last two weeks in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the Bible clearly commands us, Paul do whatever, whatever you do, no matter what, do it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And, like, so often I try to, like, it's so easy, I think, to, like, separate, um, like, certain things in my life from God, you know? Like, think, like, oh, right. yeah, like, I'm just eating. Or I'm just, like, eating a meal or drinking drink. And, like, that's just something I do to survive or mm-hmm. when I'm hungry or thirsty. Um, or I'm going to go play a video game or watch a movie or do my homework. Mm-hmm. Um just stuff that I like do for entertainment or something I have to do um or work um and so often it's like easy to do those things passively like thinking like oh yeah it's just another thing and like but like how often do we actually like stop and think okay how can I glorify God in this you know exactly 
And I think that's so important. I, well, for me, I think the the most challenging for me in that area would be work. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the sense of separating it. Because um, I find it too easy to separate work from Christ, from from the gospel, from, from my Christian walk, mm-hmm. essentially. And it shouldn't be like that. And it yeah. takes effort. It takes work to constantly be be pursuing Christ because the world you know everything around us is pulling us away from Christ and you know that goes into what music you listen to and now you don't don't hear me saying that you can't listen to Justin Bieber um I listen to Justin Bieber um but it's important to recognize is how is this music impacting my walk with christ yeah you know how is this person i'm following on social media even if it's a friend is this person just uh you know are are they are they just being uh destructive to my walk with christ Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying just cut out all your unbelieving friends um but maybe you need to unfollow some of them on social media Mm -hmm. uh or you know, just influence influencers on social media or just like what what are you what is your intake? Yeah. Right? What is going into your life? How is it affecting you? And and you really need to we 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 need to understand how that impacts us and how can we how can we change it? How can we best be glorifying Christ? I don't know if that was a good sentence. How can we glorify Christ best? Yeah. Because um, that's what really matters. Right? Yeah. right? We we don't exist to bring pleasure to ourselves. We don't exist to, uh, you know, just go about our daily lives and do what we want. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a selfish attitude. Yeah. We exist to glorify Christ. Doesn't John Piper have some sort of quote um. on that? Uh, Christ is most satisfying. Oh, God! God is most glorified in us when we're most satisfied in Him. I don't think that's that's Christian hedonism. Christian hedonism. That's John Piper saying. Um, it it was something like that, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we need to be Christ centered, and it's it's something that we need to work towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it needs to be active, mm-hmm. and it's challenging. Yeah. So I think, um, I think you're right. Like we need, we need community in order yeah. to do that. Yeah, and like, um, I think like one of the I don't know, I don't know how many people have read <coughs> Screw Tape Letters, but one of the things that uh, was like so um, noticeable to me in that book is how like uh, the demon like demons like will use like everyday things or like things we wouldn't even think of. Right. Um, like, make us think that, like, oh, yeah, we're, like, we're doing fine because, like, we're going to church and stuff. But really, like, they're just using, like, subtle things to deceive us. Um, or even, like, they, they, I mean, I know this is fiction, right? Yeah. Right. But he, in some sense, he, he tells his nephew, who's, who's a demon, tells him, like, keep that person who you're, like, your person mm-hmm. to stay in church. Yeah. Because th- I know that his neighbor is there and... He doesn't like his neighbor and yeah. he's going to be like uh, his, seeing his neighbor there is going to create sin yeah. in his life. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, like, that was something, like, I've been thinking a lot more about recently, too, because it's just, like, again, like, it's so easy for me to just, like, uh, and, like, I feel like it's so easy for so many people to just, like, go through life passively thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's all good, but then, like, before you know it, like, you realize, like, man, like, I really haven't been focused on Christ. Yeah. And, like, today, like, even Pastor, um, or Pastor, Pastor Aaron, he was talking about, like, when was the last time, like, you took a cup of water and it's just, like, wow. Uh, thank you god for this cup of water <laughs> yeah. like when is the last time we do that you know and like because like someone was asking me recently like um like how can i glorify because we were talking about this pastor and they were like okay how can i like glorify god and like something as little as like getting an ear piercing um mm-hmm. or something like that you know and <clears throat> i was and like it for a minute it stumped me because i was like dang like how can you but like i think like things like that like we can glorify god in in right. in, in, in being thankful to god mm-hmm. for like the ability to do those things like mm-hmm. i can be thankful to god for the ability to drink water i can be thankful for god to for the ability to play soccer or go work out mm-hmm. um or that he provided the means to get that piercing right it yeah. costs money to get the piercing yeah exactly be thankful that he provided that money yep um or even just like thankful to god for like when like me when i'm at lens of barley's filling up the we're not getting piercings by the way <laughs> when i'm at lens of barley's filling up the the chicken and on the shelf just being thankful to god that god has given me that job and the ability right. to like the bodily like like the physical ability to be able to do that yep and that's providing um, food for other people so yeah exactly um so even like like, I feel like, like, yes, maybe, like, for a second, you're like, okay, how, like, how can God really be glorified in us? Mm-hmm. You can find a way to glorify God, and, and I think, like, every area of life, mm-hmm. um, as long as it's a glorifying, God-glorifying act. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't want to be saying, like, oh, yeah, I can glorify God by cheating or <laughs> stealing, because you can't. Right. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's just, like, something that, like, has been on my mind a lot more recently, um. But, like, another thing is, like, um, and I was telling you this earlier, but uh, one of the passages that Pastor Aaron talks about, sorry, not Pastor, yeah, yeah, Pastor Aaron talks about today was uh, Zechariah, I think, 3. I like that um, you say Zechariah. Because he was saying Zechariah, and it bugs me if it's people not say Zechariah. It's it Ze- is not Zechariah. It's spelled guys. with an E, Zechariah. Zechariah, say um, it correctly. But anyway, so in Zechariah <laughs> 3, um, like, just, uh, there's a part where... Um, Joshua the priest is standing before Satan and God and he's just in rags and dirty dirty like he's dirty um and Satan is accusing him because you know Satan's the accuser and he's accusing him saying right. you're sinful and he, and he's rightfully accusing him because Joshua was a, sin, a sinful person mm-hmm. um he's saying you know you're sinful you deserve punishment mm-hmm. um and um and like often I tend to struggle with that feeling like and that's one of the things that keeps me from being centered on christ mm-hmm. it's just feeling like an overwhelming sense of guilt and accusation just feeling like dang like yeah i've done so much wrong and like uh it's so easy to stay there um but then uh jesus or god comes and he says basically tells satan to shut up and it's just yep. like who like who are you to speak shut up and uh turns to um joshua and says like I've redeemed you. I've chosen you. You're mine. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Joshua gets clothed in beautiful clothes. Right. Um, instead of his dirty rags. And like, <clears throat> that's, that was such a good reminder to me today. Just remembering that, um, 
Like, I don't need, like, yes, it's good to feel convicted and guilt for my sin and, like, run to Christ. But I don't need to stay there. Like, I need to run to Christ. I need to remember that Christ has bought me with his blood and I'm no longer in those dirty rags. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, that's something that we need to always remind ourselves of, I think, when, when, um, when it comes to be centered on Christ. Mm -hmm. Which is almost like a picture of what I think the communion should be or is supposed to be, right? Like... You're supposed to, you know, consider your sin and repent if you haven't, right? Mm. But then it's also, it's also joyful. It's not just this super sad thing mm-hmm. that like, oh, you know, I, I it's, you're not supposed to be so focused on your sin that you're not seeing how amazing Christ is yeah. and that he, he wants you in your, in his family, right? And yeah. which is an amazing thing. So it's also joyful. I mean, and I think that it's, it's celebration as well where we shouldn't be so focused on our sin that we can't focus on christ yeah yeah and that's like um we were learning about lord's supper more this this semester in school because of uh the reformation lots of different reformers had different views on it um right i really like calvin john calvin's view where he talks about the lord's supper as being um not merely i know a lot of baptists would probably disagree with me but uh, (laughs) um It's an, he would say that it's not merely a, a memorial uh, sign. Like, it's not just, like, a sign, but, uh, mm-hmm. like, a spiritual nourishment. Like, something's actually happening, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and, and he's not saying, like, um, he's not saying that, like, uh, it's, like, saving you or anything. Right, um, exactly. But he calls, it, what he, he calls it a spiritual nourishment, like, where it's a means of grace that God is using to remind us of what he's done to up for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, God is actually like, uh, God's spirit is like present there with us uh, right. when we are taking communion and reminding us, reminding us that, uh, he has bought us with his blood and mm-hmm. like reminding us of our guilt and sin, but also bringing us to him and re- reminding us that we are his and that we are part of this body of believers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, yeah, I agree with Calvin, like, to me, like, the Lord's Supper is spiritual nourishment. It helps remind me of, of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I think that's good. I think that's really, really, really good. And and helpful. Yeah. In, in understanding Christ-centeredness. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say on this? Niet. 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 Um, no, just, but, yeah, just, like... <clears throat> If you guys are struggling with anything like I was for the past few weeks, um, just feeling like, um, I mean, yeah, this has been a past crazy few years, uh, especially this last year. Um, but if you're just feeling like, man, I'm like so deep in sin, I don't have anywhere to go or feeling like, um, you, even if you just feel like spiritually unmotivated or like you can't find God, um, or like you're clouded like your vision is clouded, just remember that um, Christ is everything and um, he has bought you. And uh, I mean, if you're not a Christian, I, I think like, I just hope that you can give your life to Christ. But, mm-hmm. um, and no one are both here to talk to you guys, to you if you have any questions. Oh yeah, for sure. Feel free to reach out guys. Um, But if you are a Christian, just remembering that Christ is everything and, um, he has bought you with a price and he's put on those new clothes. Um, exactly. He's, he's clothed you in his righteousness. Um, See, that's you are a no good longer, picture. You are no longer in those dirty rags. Yeah, it is a beautiful it, picture. It's not, I saved you so that you can dwell on your sin even more. 
Yeah. That's not that's not the gospel. I mean, yeah, yeah. we're supposed to hate our sin, right? Yeah. But he doesn't save us so that we can just dwell in our sin more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just he he takes <clears throat> off our our dirty rags and gives us you know, clean clean robes. Yeah. Yeah, so just remember that and um whenever you feel like the accuser Satan is accusing you or you feel just a lot of condemnation, remember that Christ has bought you and you are his. You are no longer Right. You no longer belong to this world. You belong to Christ. And it's the, not our identity this, anymore. Yeah, exactly. And this home is only, or the earth is only temporary. It's not our home. Our home is in is in heaven. Um, and one day we will be there, and we will not have this, this sin or, this, um, all the worldly, problems <laughs> that come with the world. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, that would be good. That would be sweet. That would be sick. <laughs> Um, let's see. It's you. You're the, you're oh, the outro. Oh, that's me. All right. Catch us next time here on the Patterson Perspective.